This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning your day or your entire life all over again, only this time with a loving God at the center. We hope you experience joy from listening and find yourself (laughs) laughing and living it up on the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their Facebook page at Living It Up Beginning Again or their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey, everybody. Uh, This is Living It Up While Beginning Again. I'm Scott, along with my awesome wife, Teresa, and we can't wait to get into the subject today. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it is. It's edgy. Yeah, it is, but it's it's good stuff. Yeah. Why don't you read that for him? God wants to be our escape hatch. He doesn't want our addictive, compulsive behaviors to be our escape hatches. He hears our cries, and he's willing to give us hope for the future. Mm-hmm. And we um, were inspired by this particular topic from um, Judges, right, in the Old Testament. That's right, from Samson, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Samson kind of uh, went through the, uh, a serious dilemma with Delilah, who he fell in love with. He had a, he had a problem. You know, he would always he talk. He was in lust with yeah, her. Yeah, he was. But he, he was in lust with a lot of women, you yeah. know. And that was his downfall. Mm-hmm. But anyway, in chapter 16 of Judges, um, verse 17, Finally, Samson shared his secret with her. My hair has never been cut, he confessed, for I was dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth. If my head were shaved, my strength would leave me. And I would become as weak as anyone else. Mm. You know, this is something that his mother had told him. That we're not going to ever cut your hair because God has told me that's where your strength comes from. Mm -hmm. Of course, we know our strength comes from from the Lord, not Mm -hmm. from our hair not being cut. But this was kind of a a covenant Mm -hmm. that God had made with with, uh, with Samson's mother and for Samson. Mm -hmm. To never tell anyone else. Mm -hmm. Okay? Don't tell anyone about this. This is between you and me. This is our relationship. Right. No one else's. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. his lust for beautiful women, for Delilah, what did he do? After, you know, three times, he finally said, enough's enough. Well, first of all, he got tired of Delilah because I'm sure she was nagging him every day. She was. You know, he just got sick to death of it, and he finally said, enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, if you shave my head, you know, I won't have any strength. But he also had a motive. Eventually, True. you know that he got that too. Yeah, he was a uh, he was chasing women. He was so you know this love affair between Samson and Delilah is one of the saddest examples of a dysfunctional relationship in history ever. You know, um, how does this relate to our topic, honey? Well, because instead of Samson turning to God mm-hmm. for his um, cravings and for his lustful thoughts, he was living a self-centered life and continuing to use women. That's right. That was his those lusts. hatch. What would you call his it? His escape hatch. His escape hatch. Women. Yeah, that was his, his escape. It, it could be uh, drugs. It could be alcohol. It could be other things, pornography. Sure. But we chose it to be this one today. Exactly right. You know, and... Um, you know, we're, we're told that Samson really did love Delilah. You know, he did love her. Yeah, but she was kind of, she was after the money. You know what I mean? Because, you know. She was a hag. She was. You know, because, I mean, she was basically um, telling, you know, wanting to find out 
what had happened, you know, how would you get rid of his strength? Because so she could tell the Philistines. They were putting pressure on So him. the Philistines would give her a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Well, who's that remind you of? Mm-hmm. Judas. Mm-hmm. Judas was given 30 silvers to betray God, to betray Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And this is kind of in that similar context, right. you know, but in it's the Old Testament. It's all dysfunctional. Yeah. Very dysfunctional, very selfish. It's all about turning to other things and sick people as their escape hatch. Yeah. And, you know, really, I mean, Samson knew that he should get away from Delilah. I mean, for three times she tried to convince him, and he would tell her, and then he, he she would tie him up or, or, or tie his hands together or she would braid his hair or whatever, you know, and he'd wake up and it wouldn't work. And so, you know, he's think, you know, he, I'm sure he was thinking, my gosh, this girl really wants to harm me but because of his because of his lustful thoughts and her beauty he said ah you know what it's okay we we can work through this you know and he blindly believed really that he was virtually indestructible you know this left him open to utter humiliation and suffering and that does the same thing for us you know sometimes you know we think we're just indestructible Mm mm-hmm well, well, terrible things happen to exactly him. Exactly right. As a, as a, there's always consequences, right? Yeah. doesn't mean that God can't still, you know, we can't still do amazing things, but there's always consequences. Well, behavior. true. And, you know, we need to recognize our weaknesses and avoid the situations where we're most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like an alcoholic, we can't go, you know, you can't go to a bar. Mm-hmm. Okay, a drug addict can't go to a drug dealer or something like that, or or, or, or someone who's uh, on pornography can't go to a certain website. Mm-hmm. And those that uh, have an eating disorder really shouldn't right. go to all-you-can-eat buffets. That's exactly right. Nobody should. Well, no one should. That's another podcast. But in all honesty, I mean, and then Samson needed to really avoid Delilah. Mm-hmm. But he kept going back to because he was addicted to her because right. of his lust. Well, when so, his, in his know. prayer to God, after his eyes were gouged out, yeah. after they caught him and cut his hair off, and, and, it, and it says in uh, verse 20, I believe it is, he says, then, he, then she screamed, the Philistines are here to capture you, Samson. Mm-hmm. And he woke up and thought, I will do as before. I'll just shake myself free. But he couldn't this time. And he realized the Lord had left him. Yeah. The Lord left him. He didn't have any hair because that was the special anointing that God had on his life. Yeah. He didn't have the hair anymore. Okay. So it took Samson's lack of physical sight for him to gain his personal and spiritual insight. But that wasn't all that what happened here. In his prayer to God, Samson finally admitted his helplessness and committed himself into God's hands. And if you notice that Samson accomplished more in his God-appointed death than in his self-centered life. That's right. That's what's amazing about this story. And despite all of Samson's serious flaws, he was remembered as a man of faith, like all we've been talking about this week and last week. So we can only imagine how Samson would have altered history had he been committed to God throughout his life. So for us, 
from this story, the takeaway. Let's examine our life for missed opportunities and determine not to miss them when they rise again. And if you, if you <coughs> said that saying, oh, I miss God, I miss God, God will find you and give you another chance. It will just be different this time. He gave Samson another chance before his death, but he didn't have any eyes. That's exactly right. He didn't have any hair, his long hair. I mean, you know, Samson, you know, his hatch, you know, his his uh, addiction drew him to Delilah. And, <clears throat> and uh, this is what got him basically, in, you know, really in trouble. He couldn't get away from that addiction. But at the very end... He cried of the story, out he God. cried out and prayed to the Lord and said, Sovereign Lord, remember me again. And he realized he was powerless. Yeah. Oh, God, please strengthen me mm-hmm. just one more time. Just one more time. With one blow, let me pay back the Philistines for the loss of my two eyes. Then Samson put his hands on the two center pillars that held up the temple. Pushing against them in both hands, he prayed, Let me die with the Philistines. And the temple crashed down on the Philistine rulers and all the people. So he killed more people when he died than he had during his entire lifetime. With that strength in his hair. That's right. So it wasn't the hair that gave him the strength. Nope. Through all this illusion and everything that he grew up with believing, his faith is what gave him the strength. That's right. And he realized that at the end of his life. That's what I love about these new t- these Old yeah. Testament stories, how it all goes back to Christ. That's right. And so, you know, when we when we just realize that, hey, man, this addiction that I have, that I keep going back to over and over, this drinking or drugs or pornography or lust or whatever, man, that's not my strength. Jesus Christ is my strength. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't need to have braided hair like Samson. I just need to have faith. Okay? And so, you know what, man? And ladies, I tell you what, there's, there's people out there listening today, Teresa, that they just don't know yeah. where their escape hatch is. I don't know. But they do, and they keep going back wishing they had another alternative. Well, you do. Right. Well, your true escape hatch that lasts forever and into eternity is giving your life to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And maybe you've never done that. Or maybe you have and you've walked away. Or maybe you've been in church for a long time and your escape hatch is that same pew you've been sitting in. And doing doing church. Yeah. Going and every doing time church. the doors open and scoring There's nothing wrong with doing no. church. We love doing church mm-hmm. too, but... What that about your relationship? That with relationship God? with God is what you what you really that, that's your escape. What's action. behind the motive for going there? So you know what? Give your life to Him today. Let Him be that escape that to fill that void in you, right now. If you would pray this prayer with me and know that you are saved, and you can begin the healing today. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Lord, I need you to fill this void in my life. I know that you died on the cross, that you rose on the third day. And because of the cross, you say that I ask you to forgive me of my sins and my sins are forgiven. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for being my father and filling this void and saving my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah, well, thank you so much. I mean... I love this story of Samson, and it just relates so much. I can relate it to my life, and you can relate it to yours, I'm sure. And 
And you know what? Uh, if you prayed this prayer of salvation, we'd love for you to, to email us at info at livingitup.org. Let us know. Mm-hmm. We'd love to be praying for you. And we'll keep you anonymous. And we'd love, if you have a Samson story or a Noah story or a Moses story. Any kind of testimony. Or, yeah, Abraham, yeah. Sarah. We want to know. That's right. So anyway, and we want you to let God be your escape hatch, okay? Not your uh, some addictive, compulsive behavior. He hears your cries and he's willing to give you hope for your future. Okay, and we love you, and we're honored to uh, always be welcomed into your life. Until we talk to you tomorrow, keep living it up. Why, beginning again.